0: Welcome back to that city. I'm RJ and I'm Ryan bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible. Today we'll be talking about the AFC East, but Ryan, I actually have a spot question for you. Got so we it. talked about Deshaun Watson, and the Panthers yesterday or last time, would you trade? Was it two or three first rounders and Christian McCaffrey for Deshaun Watson? If you're the Panthers? No,
1: because what are you going to do without Christian McCaffrey?
0: That is fair. You get Aaron Jones from free agency.
1: You could, but I feel like it's going to be another Houston Texans situation with Deshaun Watson where he has no weapons.
0: Oh, so you don't He even like um, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson from last week.
1: Okay. Uh, Robbie that's Anderson. Fair. Okay. DJ Moore, eh, you know? Mm-hmm. So, would you? So you I,
0: would I? Um, yeah. I like Christian McCaffrey. So I would say no.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: That, that's me. But the transition was Robbie Anderson played for what team before? the jets the jets and that's the first team we're going to be talking about today the new york jets their record with our quick recap two and 14 they even sucked at losing do you know why because they fell out the number one pick
1: overall they couldn't tank correctly but i guess who plays to tank right he played (laughs) away
0: that's 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 what adam gaze said i guess and what happened to him
1: he's gone (laughs)
0: you are right now as we speaking about
1: him gone before we move on though like so they actually fired todd Bowles for adam gaze right and look at where mm -hmm. todd is at now just saying he he just won a super bowl
0: you're not wrong and then i remember i mean i want to bring up many parallels was it jim caldwell from detroit fired him who they bring in matt patricia how'd that go gone (laughs) gone too but The Jets team, yes, they're a dumpster fire, but they did have some bright spots. I mean, Jamison Crowder, 700 yards, almost 699.
1: Middle of the pack wide receiver.
0: Middle of the pack. When he was on the field, he was a problem, though. I mean, 300-plus-yard games. Marcus May, two interceptions, 88 tackles because no one else on the team could tackle two Mm -hmm. sacks which was pretty good Mm -hmm. frank gore
1: the ageless i love how you said two sacks pretty good and it's only pretty good because we're talking about the jets it's pretty rough it really is (laughs) frank
0: gore 600 plus yards
1: yeah dude purely because of age i had frank gore as players who outperformed
0: right like he outperformed anyone his
1: age but let's be real
0: no one on the jets this year had a
1: memorable season Except, I, I mean, okay, I'll make it the argument for their their tackle, Makai Becton, the, the the first rounder. He mm-hmm. finished uh, at the top of his uh or near the top of his class with uh Tristan Worfs, the dude in Tampa, number one, and he was number two. So I mean, he he had a decent season, but yeah, yeah I agree with you. No, no one had Bechtin. anything special. Yeah, we'll
0: talk we'll talk about Makai Becton in, in when we get there, but yeah, not anyone in particular. And again, when we move to players that underperformed, I mean, just to save y'all time, a lot of players underperformed.
1: Yes. I had the whole defense. You know, actually, speaking of their defense, the only thing I know about that defense, just, and this is to say that, like, they're just not that spectacular, is the video of them dancing. (laughs) Like, do you remember that? I do. Yeah, that's all I know about them, because, like, they don't have any players that stand out or anything that's
0: true that that is very true so hopefully you know when we talk about looking ahead they need a lot of players because they all they're also losing a couple of players in free agency they're pretty but again we'll talk about that when we get there um moving on to notable injuries Denzel Uh, Mims Frank Gore was hurt Frank Gore yeah Sam Donald at least it wasn't mono this year Mm -hmm. and um Beckton, who um I feel like the Jets didn't handle his injury well. I don't know if you remember this. It was like a Thursday night game. He was like literally playing on like one leg and then he got hurt and then he had to leave the game. I like totally remember. It was remember. Like the first play. Yeah. Like Adam Gaze, man. Like I just can't, I just can't believe.
1: And with that guy. But before we move on, can, can we go back and just rant about like two players in specific that underperformed? Perfect. So the first one, do, do you have Le'Veon Bell on your list? I did not.
0: Do you know why? It's because he did he didn't do Jack,
1: yeah, <laughs> underperformed. You know, like so much so that he got released. And then you know when he got released, maybe you're thinking like, oh, it's Adam Gaze's fault. It's the Jets' fault. He goes to the Chiefs. You hear about him again? Nope. So was- I, I, I I don't understand. And the other guy, do you remember Chris Her- Herndon or Herdon? Oh, Chris Herndon, the tight end. Damn man, coming into the draft, the fantasy draft, I mean. Oh, he's so good in camp. Could be a steal in fantasy. Oh, oh, Chris so good. Fucking lies, man. Like three TDs for 287 yards, man. I wasted a pick on him. God.
0: I hope you can edit out what you just said, sir. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm going to explicit this episode I'm playing. But yeah, you're right. Chris Herndon... um, Le'Veon Bell really underperformed, but again, I think it's bad because I just, I just didn't even include him. I just included them on the "y'all suck, y'all suck" list, which was everyone on that team man, that you played had for it that. Rough
1: team. for the Jets, man. You just, every, you basically just said no one outperformed, everyone underperformed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like they're literally worse than the Jaguars because at least they had someone like James Robinson.
1: True. True.
0: Now, looking that. ahead looking ahead positions yes. of need they need a lot on my list i got wide receiver tackle cornerback and safety
1: i would just add tight end basically any skill position running Thanks. back wide receiver anybody anybody that's, that can play football
0: that is true and players that are leaving Rashad perriman brian pool bradley mcdougall and marcus may
1: yeah that's who i got too uh Are they a priority to resign? Is my question to you. Maybe Marcus May. That's it. Okay, short, short and sweet. Players that they should pick up. Who do you have?
0: I got Allen Robinson. I think AJ Boye to fill that cornerback spot, and Mm -hmm. he could be at a discount. Mm Ty Hilton, another discount player, but you know he could have a bounce back year. If they have the money, Yannick Ngakwe, I feel like it's really good. Justin Simmons. And to help with, because you say that tight end sucks, I added someone for you, Ryan. Hunter Henry.
1: Yes, I have Hunter Henry as well. Because they have 69 mil in cap space, third most in the league. So they, they actually don't have to sign all discount players. They could afford Allen Robinson and Hunter Henry if they wanted to.
0: That is true. That is very true. You know what? we should really talk about Allen Robinson where he's going to go but we'll talk about that when we go to Chicago. Uh-huh. But in terms of any other players are you good or should we look forward to the look forward
1: to the draft? I think we'll save the Jets fans some embarrassment and we'll just move on to the draft. So looking ahead. Yeah. The only bright spot bright spot for this team is the fact that they pick at number 2 and number 23. Was it a bright spot because they couldn't pick number 1? That was that was an issue, you know. No, they couldn't take no it no properly. Comment yeah who should say bye to trevor lawrence
0: that is true yeah they did they did miss out on trevor lawrence but you know you never know what's gonna happen with trevor lawrence as well just saying i'm not saying that he's a back you're not a but trevor lawrence a believer i'm not a super believer in trevor
1: lawrence did you not see him at the pro day I At think. his pro day? Doesn't like he have an Urban Meyer was eyeing him like a hawk, you know? He was literally standing as close as he could to Trevor Lawrence without getting hit by the ball.
0: <laughs> Isn't he injured, though?
1: Did he look injured to you? That's fair, but I don't think he had his surgery yet. He, he did <laughs> true, his pro day true, before. True, true, Okay, you're right. You, you have a point. But who they should pick, Um, this one's going to kill you a bit on the inside because I know you want him to go to the Niners so you mm-hmm. can say his name.
0: Is it Zach Wilson?
1: It's Zach Wilson. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I think new head coach comes in. I know, I no knock on Sam Darnold, but I feel with the new head coach, you know, you might roll with your own quarterback.
0: That is true, that is very true. I mean, they could always pull a Josh Rosen when they did that in Arizona when they're like, Josh is our quarterback. They even in the had the they, draft yeah they even had like a like a twitter post on that that was so embarrassing but um you know that's a really good pick they could go many different ways they could go quarterback like what you said ryan something that i put here is i think you trust sam donald and you trade away the pick for a team that needs a quarterback and keep getting more draft capital because like what we the said rebuild. this team needs yeah this team needs a lot of help not just one position that is so true you, you trade down just even a couple of spots, the Falcons maybe, then Mm -hmm. you can draft like Panay Sewell. Or if the Bengals take them, if you trade farther back, you get an X-factor wide receiver that's still on the board, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith. And then pick 23, you get a running back,
1: Najee Harris. I mean, I like that, but the the only thing I I worry about is that, so what do you do if Stan Darnold's not your guy? Then you're tanks. Then you're (laughs) 10 tanks. And then you draft
0: a quarterback next year.
1: You're telling the Jets to tank. I don't think they understand.
0: Well, yes, of course they don't understand how to tank. But again, if Sam Darnold doesn't do well, you at least drafted the pieces necessarily necessary to bring in the quarterback of the future.
1: True. I I see where you're going with it. It's like a different direction. You, know, you want to build with Sam Darnold first, and if it doesn't work, then you just plug in a different quarterback instead of building with a quarterback first. Exactly.
0: Now... Did you have anything else you want to say about the draft? Or do I ask you that final question?
1: No. Uh, go ask the final question. Will this team make the playoffs? I put funny. funny. I gave them more respect, you know. I said no, but I like the potential they have with Robert Sala. All gas, no break. All gas, no break. I love the term potential. Yes.
0: But we move on to the New England Patriots.
1: I'm excited to talk about this one.
0: I, I am as well. You know what wasn't exciting, though? The record, seven and nine. They were very,
1: very, very underwhelming. Do uh, you want to start with underwhelming players then? Uh, switch it up a bit. And then we start we you know what? Let's talking do it. about who outperformed.
0: Let's do it. First player on my list, and he's actually the only player on this list. I think that this team underperformed over, overall. But mm-hmm. like Cam Newton.
1: Will you please stand up?
0: Please,
1: twenty I mean, six
0: hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Do you have these stats? Eight TDs.
1: Oh, no! You want to? You want to? You want to know what I wrote down?
0: Ten interceptions. Go.
1: I'll save the man some embarrassment and not mention his stats. But let's just say he outdid twenty nineteen Jameis Winston himself with more interceptions than touchdowns.
0: Yeah, he he cannot throw anymore. He cannot yeah. throw accurately. I think after he had that that shoulder injury, that shoulder surgery, his throwing motion's all whack. He tried to compromise with it, but he just doesn't look comfortable at all. Now he, had he did that
1: quite a lot too.
0: That's true. That is Considering true. Considering
1: how mobile he he claims to be, or yeah,
0: might be him doing a little bit too much as well. But he did have twelve rushing touchdowns, six hundred plus rushing yards, which is really good. But yeah. The real question is, is his time of being a quality starting quarterback over? And I think that if Washington
1: does not sign him,
0: I feel like I feel like Superman in that era is, is coming to an end.
1: So you're the, the only thing that can save him is his past connection to Ron Rivera. Yes. I agree. But the thing is, I don't understand why the Pats signed him. Like, do you have a rationale for them signing them or him?
0: You like Brian Hoyer over him.
1: Well, okay, I'm not saying that like Jared Stidham would have done better than Cam Newland, but he's a younger guy. And if you just lost Brady, you would probably be looking for your next franchise guy, right? So then why not give the younger guy like Jared Stidham a shot? Not 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 Brian Hoyer. You know Did you see Stidham when he played? Well, it was also because, you know, you you your team had the opportunity to make you the number one guy, but they bring in another guy, basically telling you you're not the number one guy. You know, I feel like it kind of derails your motivation a little bit going through, into the season. Okay, so would you
0: rather throw this quarterback into the fire, take sacks,
1: is it the have, fire? Playmakers, have,
0: p- have playmakers, have this is a mean air quotes, have playmakers <laughs> and have him struggle, or just throw in Cam Newton and oh, have so- him do his own thing?
1: Okay, okay. I thought you were going to say throw in Cam Newton and let him struggle instead. Mm
0: -hmm. No, it kind of was like that. Have Cam Newton do his thing. And he didn't really do his thing very well. But, I mean, you also protected Sidham to some extent, right?
1: So are you saying they potentially, conspiracy theory time, that they signed Newton knowing that they wouldn't win so that they don't have to take the blame?
0: Not really to take the blame. I feel like the Patriots were already a lost franchise right now Mm -hmm. and them and how they played really showed this is a rebuilding process, which I'll probably talk about later on. Yeah. But yeah, Cam Newton is a bridge quote unquote quarterback and nothing more. Maybe he, maybe they thought they had something in him and I think it was worth a shot, but at the end of the day, you have to move on from Cam
1: Newton. I like that analysis. Uh, Two other guys that have that underperformed uh, Sony, Michelle and Nikhil Harry, man. What what the hell, man? Like, I I don't know how to start this conversation. Both are first rounders.
0: I always liked Nakiel Harry. Me too. And maybe if he has a better quarterback, there's hope. Some sort of hope, you know. Maybe he could pull Corey Davis or Devontae Parker. Maybe
1: because there were some games this season, didn't you think like maybe he found his spot in the offense because like people picked him up in fantasy. But guess what? Two weeks later, they dropped him.
0: Well, he did get concussed, so oh. he got dropped first.
1: <laughs> You're right.
0: You're right. Okay. But talking about Sony Michelle, I think the reason why he underperformed is the emergence of one of the players
1: that I have that outperformed, just Damian Ford. Harris. Yeah, Damian Harris did pretty good. But I'm saying, like, he didn't do like that much better than Sony Michelle. Don't you think? If we're he looking at stats-wise. He yeah. was injured, though. True,
0: true. I mean, I would take five yards per attempt. Would you? You're right. I, I, I would. That's better than Josh Jacobs. I think the only <laughs> – sorry, I just heard what I just – just finally understood what you just said. But, you know, the only problem with Damien Harris, which actually very funny that you bring up Josh Jacobs because it's just like Josh Jacobs not utilizing the passing game enough, even though they are somewhat capable pass catchers.
1: I, it might be a coaching issue Whoa. okay I, I said that in with John Gruden in mind I don't know maybe you interpreted it as me having Bill Belichick in mind but it, it was John Gruden in my head
0: okay, that's fair that's fair <laughs> other players that outperformed
1: JC Jackson yeah we talked about him a few weeks ago yep. basically played against number ones when Stefan Gilmore was injured and he held his own Yes, and
0: I got the rookie, the rookie tackle slash guard. I'm going to probably pronounce his name wrong. Is it Michael Onwenu? I'll give it Are to you
1: because I, I, I don't know how to say it either.
0: Got it. 16 games started, played both tackle and guard, diamond in the rough. He pretty much finished top 10 in a lot of those categories. And you know where he was drafted?
1: Where was he drafted? Sixth round pick. Oh, Finding late-round talents again, just not at quarterback.
0: Just not at quarterback, exactly. Do you have any other players that outperformed?
1: Uh, Jacoby Myers kind of came onto the radar with 729, uh, 729 yards, almost 60 receptions. And I think another guy that maybe, I don't know about outperformed, but then he's just kind of continuing to get better is Chase Winovich coming off the mm-hmm. edge with 5.5 sacks. And that's, all, that's all I got.
0: I don't know if this fact is right. But did Jacoby Myers have a touchdown this year?
1: Did he? I I. I,
0: I don't think he did. He didn't? <laughs> he did not. That was my fun fact. Jacoby Myers did not have a single touchdown this year.
1: But the yards were there. That's very true. I'm not going
0: to deny that. You know, it's kind of hard when Cam Newton only throws eight TDs.
1: True. That is that is very true. And plus, zero touchdowns only one less than Michael Thomas, one of the best receivers in the game. So Jacoby Myers not that far behind. You are very true. Okay.
0: Moving on to notable injuries: stefan Gilmore, his was season ending. Yes. Jun- Julian Edelman, his was season ending. Yep. Sony Michelle was not season ending. His career is complete garbage. That pretty much feels like it's career ending. But did you have any other injuries that you want to talk about?
1: Belichick's heart. i mean he i he's probably so sad that tom brady's gone yeah and the other guy had not not an injury but donta hightower he opted out so he wasn't part of that defense
0: very so it was kind of like an injury yeah makes sense no that makes sense and whether or not this head coach was fired nope. belichick's still there but you know i i do sometimes think about how much longer he's going to be coaching
1: as in like they'll fire him or he doesn't want to do it anymore
0: doesn't want to do it anymore. I think he gets Mm. one more playoff run, and that's it.
1: Interesting. What makes you think that? That he's ready to quit? That's
0: kind of old.
1: That is true, but Bruce Arians is also old.
0: Yeah, and I think he's going to run it back one more time, and that's it. (laughs) That's it. He's going to quit when Brady quits. Yeah, it's all he has in the tank.
1: Okay, okay. I mean, if we're speaking about age, isn't Robert Kraft kind of old, too? So, like, Patriot. is, it? Is like, ownership going to change, too, soon? And then, like, it's just going to be a whole new look for the Patriots. I hope. All I'm going to say is I hope so. Okay. All right. So, looking ahead, positions of need, I have tight end, quarterback, wide receiver, and some help along the D-line for Chase Winovich. How about you? I said top of the list was
0: QB, then tight end, and then defensive line, correct?
1: Yeah. Um, They have the fourth... Fourth most in the league in cap space with 63 million, and players that are leaving: Joe Thunny, their guard; Jason McCourty, David Andrews, their center, and JC Jackson is a free agent.
0: Very true, and also James White. You know. Oh,
1: James White too. Yeah, yeah. yes, the
0: receiver. Can I back. forget? Yeah. Now to help patch up this defense, I think the Patriots should go and get Patrick Peterson.
1: Okay, so washed up corner. Please explain the rationale. (laughs) Washed up, quote-unquote. I think he's a good
0: number two corner now. So pair him with Gilmore or let Jackson walk? or Pair him with Gilmore. If you can keep JC Jackson as well in the slot, Ah. then you have three very good corners. True, true. Okay. I I also have Leonard Williams.
1: Oh, for that D-line?
0: Bud Dupree for the pass rush. And this name gets thrown around a lot, but it's okay. Hunter Henry.
1: Again. I had Hunter Henry as well. Because the, the Patriots seem to lack a tight end after Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski left. When Aaron Hernandez left, you have Rob. And when Rob left, I mean, no one's left.
0: No one was left. Yeah, I th- this team actually needs playmakers altogether. You know, yeah. them signing Allen Robinson wouldn't be surprising as well, even though it's really weird to imagine him in a Patriots uniform. But mm-hmm. playmakers in general.
1: Yeah, I I think they were able to get by the past few years with kind of no namers on that defense and offense with Brady there. But with Brady gone, they actually have to get like skill players in now.
0: I agree with you. Like, yeah, honestly, though, Tom Brady was able to make Julian Edelman look really great at his age, too, because he's also pretty old going up there, getting up there. So, yeah, it's crazy. But moving on to the draft, they pick at 15, right? Yes, they do. Where do you think they should go? What kind of what direction?
1: Uh, Mac Jones, quarterback uh here's my rationale he kind of looks like Brady coming out of college you know the same build and it's like overlooked for other QBs in the draft um I think the only knock that people might have on him is that he did have great weapons to work with at Alabama Mm -hmm. so is he a guy who just benefited from a very great surrounding cast or is he a guy that can actually turn things around
0: very interesting i also have mac jones
1: oh, and for this okay. and
0: for some of the same rationale he's a low to medium quality starting quarterback in this league i feel oh, like low to medium it mobility hasn't is a question a game mark. Yet. yes yes but the tape don't lie mobility is a question mark average yes. arm strength but he is good with positioning the ball where he wants his targets to be yeah. it's like young tom brady Young Tom Brady, he is not an off-script quarterback, though, and that's the problem with him. It's the fact that he needs to be in a good system with good weapons to succeed. The question is, can that team be the Patriots? So if they invest in a lot of weapons, maybe they get Hunter Henry and a wide receiver, like Wolf
1: 4. Or even Allen Roberts. Robertson, like you said earlier, or uh, Corey Davis. Surround exactly. him, surround the team with good skill players, and then you draft Mac Jones, and then you give him a good situation.
0: I agree with that. Maybe the Patriots will start
1: winning more games. Will this team make the playoffs, though? Uh, I have a no, just because, if anything, I don't want to call them the Jets, but they're also kind of rebuilding in a sense as well. Mm -hmm. So I assume you have no, too, or you're going to shock us. It's
0: time for the dynasty to end because of the next two teams you're going to talk about, because I think these next two teams are going to be dominating the NFC, the AFC East for a very long time. Okay. Starting with the Miami dolphins who finished 10 and six in terms of players that outperformed Xavier Avian Howard, who I hope is on your list. Cause that man had 10 interceptions, 20 pass deflections. Yes. The man played every wide receiver tough. And he's a good compliment to, to Byron Jones. Who I also mm-hmm. forgot was on the Dolphins, but I mean they had two really good good corners. Yeah. Other players I had Miles Gaskins, who did very well. Slow start, but Brian Flores believed in him and it paid off. Only problem is that he does have health concerns. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I also have Mike Geseki. He wasn't spectacular. Too. He wasn't spectacular, but he was a good tight end for a position that is pretty
1: much decimated in talent. I mm-hmm. think he he's actually solid because he had 700 yards as a tight end. 53 receptions and 6 TDs. Like it's not not bad numbers at all. I think his problem is that
0: he he isn't great in terms of pass blocking. Mm -hmm. So you know when he's in, it's. I mean, run blocking. So you know when he's in, it's not going to be a run.
1: (laughs) That is true, but if we look at it, we have. I mean, Darren Waller isn't that great of a run blocker either. Okay, but okay don't 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 shit on the raiders please we <laughs> talk really <laughs> have to explicit this this episode today I, I am so sorry today i'm sorry guys i'm just riled up today i'm very excited to do this podcast about these four teams understood did you have any other players that outperformed no because but i want to talk about a player i have underperformed that you had on your overperformed or outperformed and the guy I had was Miles Gaskin I'm, I'm just a little confused on what his role is um I mean I feel like he would be better as a third down back maybe because like mm-hmm. 41 catches for almost 400 yards didn't do that much damage in the running game I think he had like 500 and something yards so mm-hmm. I, I I'm just kind of unsure if he is the clear cut number one that you can rely on
0: very true, and I, I actually do have a note on that about Miles mm-hmm. Gas. I agree with you. Um, five hundred <coughs> yards rushing, almost four hundred yards receiving. I mean, that's almost a thousand scrimmage yards, which is still pretty good. Yeah. But
1: we'll talk about the running back position when we talk about where they draft. Mm-hmm. Do you also have any other players have, that underperformed? I mean, I uh, I have every wide receiver not named Devontae Parker. None of them went for over five hundred yards. No one stepped up to be the number two receiver behind Devontae Parker. Uh, they they definitely need some skill position players there. It's very funny
0: because I put Devontae Parker on this list of players that underperformed because he didn't eclipse 800 yards, only four TDs. And I felt like it was hard for him to find a connection with any quarterback that he played with this year. I agree. I know that he had some injuries, but I think he can succeed as a number two or a 1.5 wide receiver, which yeah. we use that term a lot. And we'll explain it later. Talking about quarterbacks, though, another player that underperformed is Tua. I love Tua. Ryan Mm -hmm. knows I love Tua. I love Tua so much. But we can all agree that he is not the player that they produced, and they hope that they got the value of when they typically draft a very high quarterback. Burrow and Herbert did exceptionally well, and I know what they were trying to do with Tua. I understand that he was one year removed from the injury. And I do have high hopes in the fact that the offense next year will be designed based around Tua. So maybe this ball can move when he's under center. I also have one last player, okay. Jordan Howard,
1: the running back. The running back. I forgot about him. Holy!
0: Oh. Do you know what else is forgettable? Thirty-five rushes. Do you know how many yards?
1: Uh, it's thirty-five under hundred. Sixty. Oh. Do you know what I that?
0: Do you know what that is? One point seven yards per tent. I even Ryan, I helped you understand what one point seven yards per attempt. If you laid down right now and extended your arms, you beat Jordan Howard's average yards per attempt. 1.7 yards per attempt is 5.1 feet. We're both longer and taller than that. If we just dove, we averaged more (laughs) than Jordan Howard did.
1: Damn, you're just firing shots. Do you want this guy to show up at your house tomorrow?
0: I mean, can he find my house if he can't find the running holes? (laughs) okay I agree. B- moving on to oh, notable wait, injuries. B- before
1: yeah. we move on from him didn't he have like a thousand yard season with the bears just not too long ago
0: like three years ago <laughs> or something yeah. like
1: that yeah yeah and then people thought he was the real deal
0: to some extent i thought he was i thought he could at least be utilized like in the goal line but again he can't he yeah. can't but yeah notable injuries Preston williams Miles
1: Gaskins and Jakeem Grant. Mm -hmm. I mean, the other one, I mean, we mentioned it, uh, I think, last week or something, talking about Tua's injury. Like, I'm unsure because he said he was healthy, but he did break his hip. And that's, like, a pretty bad injury because, like, only old people break their hips. So I really don't know what the situation is on Tua
0: yes hopefully after this year i feel like i feel like this is the year to really gauge whether or not tua is the quarterback of the future or not if he underperforms i think you move on from tua that fast yeah you're drafting this high your defense is not the problem you're probably going to draft offensive weapons if it's not tua then what's the problem
1: okay okay i think it's just a little harsh you know getting rid of him after two years but I, 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 I guess I can see where you're going because Sam Darnold had a longer career with the Jets than like Josh Rosen did. Exactly. So, I mean, it's probably just a situation. Ho- ho- hopefully he gets a shot mm-hmm. or a and longer I'm shot.
0: Saying, and I'm not saying like, oh, if Tua has like, a, like an okay season, they move on. Like if he really, really struggles and does bad.
1: Like if he stink.
0: Yes, exactly. That okay. That is when you have to really scratch your head and wonder if he's going to mm-hmm. be a good player. But I love Tua. I really do love Tua, and I hope the best for him. Same. Well, moving on to notable injuries. Preston Williams, Miles Gaskins, Kim Grant, did you have anyone else? Uh, that's it. That was it. Did this head coach get fired? Nope. He did not. Brian nope. Flores is still the man. And I think we need more coaches like him because he
1: actually coached a really bad team and did really well. Yeah. Uh, it, well, I mean, when we mention the positions in need for this team, you'll you'll see what we mean by bad team. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Wide receiver, running back, basically skill position players. Maybe outside of tight end because they have Mike there, but even then, you can you can find an upgrade for Mike because he's not like top tier either.
0: I agree with you. One mm-hmm. position that you did not add that I think they should is O line. O line, okay. Mm-hmm. Players are uh, leaving in free agency. It's mm-hmm. magic.
1: And Matt magic, yeah, their center. Speaking of that old line, and uh, I think their linebackers Landon Roberts and Kyle Van Noy.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. So free agency, they have twenty six mil, top ten in the league. So who should they pick up if they can get a quality running back, Leonard Fournette, maybe James Conner? Yeah, I like Leonard Fournette. I have him there. If they can pry him away from winning another ring with the Bucks, then I I think that'll be good. Fournette doesn't even have to go far either. He can stay in Florida and then he can stay in the same state, still chill with JPP and make jokes on the weekend with him or about him.
0: Whatever he feels that day, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then if Miami can,
1: maybe Trent Williams. Trent Williams. It's a name that we throw around a lot, but it's for a good reason. Well it's deserved. Yeah. Do you have any other players that they should pick up? Potentially Levante David from that Super Bowl winning uh, team. We saw what him mm-hmm. and Devin White was able to do this year in Tampa. Maybe pick him up, strengthen up that linebacking core. And for wide receiver, I mean, Allen Robinson, again, tall guy like Devontae, or Corey Davis, another tall guy like Devontae. That's a little bit cheaper and has less injuries in his career.
0: Very, very true. Now, the only reason why I did not name a wide receiver, a free agency, is ah. the draft.
1: Yes, yes, the draft. So they pick at third and 18th. Who do you have at third?
0: I have either... I personally like...
1: I know what you're saying.
0: I I like Jamar Chase more.
1: Yes, me too.
0: I like Jamar Chase more. He was the better player before this all happened. The tape
1: don't lie. Yeah, like I wanted to put Devonta Smith here just for the Alabama connection. But Jamar Chase is just like too spicy, man. Like his stats from 2019, like 84 receptions for over 1,700 yards and 20 touchdowns, man. It's coming from a receiver. He did have Burrow though.
0: That is true. So again, if you have a player like Jamar Chase, Mm -hmm. you can't, I think the talent is there. Yeah, you had Burrow for that
1: one magical year. I totally get
0: it. But he's still an overall good wide
1: receiver. I think the plus side to him too Is that he, A little low mileage because he did Opt out of this year because of COVID Very true Exactly So exactly. It, as long as he didn't slack During this year and he comes back The same in his 2019 form You're getting a guy that got hit less and played less Why not?
0: That is true and like even to bring that up I, I remember when Nick Bosa Sat out his final year Before he and then people are like oh he's going to be rusty but i really love Nick Bosa and i'm glad that he didn't, he didn't tank a year of like what getting potentially getting injured yeah he got injured this year but anyways at 18 i got whatever running backs left over if the patriots grab one wait yeah or just Najee Harris
1: i really like Najee Harris i got him there yeah. too yeah you finally he... see that Alabama connection now cuz we 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 scrapped it with the 3rd pick going with Jamar Chase, LSU. But now we come back to Bama, Najee Harris.
0: Yeah, exactly. And not the Patriots. If the Jets don't get a running back with their second pick, Najee Harris, I feel like the Dolphins should grab at 18.
1: I I think so. And honestly, if this is how the draft actually went for the Dolphins, I totally agree with your assessment earlier about if Tua severely underperforms next year after they surrounded him with weapons – although they are rookies, then it makes it easier to move on.
0: Right. It just makes it easier. Now, will his team make the playoffs? I said,
1: yes. I said, no, too young. You said,
0: no, too young. I think that they will sneak in as a wild card.
1: They almost snuck in this year. They were like one, one win away.
0: And they choked it.
1: Yeah. But I think they missed this playoff. This year's playoff by a hair, but I feel like there's going to be a lot of rookies coming in next year and we don't know where Tua is going to be at. So we'll see. I got it as a no.
0: If they get it, maybe if they grab more veterans in, in free agency, you know, maybe, maybe. but yeah, now is the last team. The the Buffalo East. Bills. Great three. record. Yeah, yeah. 13
1: and three. They were the number two seed. Yes. They made it far in the playoffs, too. They went all the way to the AFC Championship game and
0: pooped. They can play like an AFC Championship team, but yeah.
1: some players that, that outperformed.
0: Like yeah, some yeah. that played Go like an MVP. It. Josh Allen.
1: Yes. Did you want Literally, to? Talk about him? Yeah, sure. Literally in his third year. Uh, he's getting better every single year. Almost a 70% completion percentage this year. 37 TDs, over 4,500 yards. Uh, what else can you say? <laughs> He continues to get better. What else could you say?
0: You could talk about his partner in crime, Stephon Diggs. Over 1,500 yards, 127 receptions, both led the league. Stephon Diggs. The Stephon Diggs and Justin Jefferson trade will go down in history as one of the most even trades ever.
1: Yeah, because Justin Jefferson is holding his own. He's probably arguably the best wide receiver that got drafted last year, even though he didn't go first.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I think that's a scheme fit though. I think yeah. they were looking for a player like Justin Jefferson. We'll talk about that when we talk about Minnesota. But yeah. But Stefan Diggs focused on building a chemistry with Josh Allen and it showed.
1: And yeah, he had 166 targets from him. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> the connection was strong. And I feel like Stefan Diggs, and we'll talk about DeAndre Hopkins in the future, but I feel like we need to remove that stigma that once a wide receiver is in a new environment, that their overall production just tanks. Because it's mm-hmm. not the case.
1: Yeah, definitely not the case here. They jump in very fast. Um, the other, last guy I had, Cole Beasley. Uh, I honestly forgot about him. Last time I heard of him, he was a rapper, but he has almost a thousand yards on eighty-two receptions. His best statistical year as well.
0: I agree. Yeah, I I. Cole Beasley
1: it's actually Honestly. career years I think for all three of them just Stefan Diggs J- Josh Allen and Cole Beasley that's crazy
0: that is crazy
1: now some other players had career years but
0: career lows <laughs> players that underperformed I have three technically two Ed Oliver
1: Oh, I have Ed Oliver only
0: three sacks 33 combined tackles all he did was take up space but I mean Vita Vea
1: does that but better Yeah, I mean, he's a second year starter, first round, first rounder in 2019, six tackles for a loss. (laughs) He's a starter. I, I don't think those are starter numbers.
0: Exactly. And speaking about starters, the other players that underperformed, in my opinion, Zach Moss, Devin Singletary.
1: I agree. You want to explain?
0: I feel like it's the same reasoning as Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones that both these players didn't do well enough to define themselves as the number one running back in the offense, mm-hmm. which sucks because they were both drafted to be that. Like they were both like third round picks. True. I, like, top I 100 picks. Zach Moss is a great pass catcher, but still needs to develop as a runner. And Devin Singletary is a great runner. Sometimes I feel like he's more of a Gus Edwards, but everyone knows how I feel about Gus Edwards. And I just hate
1: him. <laughs> Even Jordan Howard, man.
0: <laughs> Something about those, those running backs that just only get, two yards per attempt drives me insane
1: the last guy I had that underperformed Dawson Knox their tight end he finally he got a shot to be the starter and you can't even blame that the team round was bad because you literally had Josh Allen throwing to you second year player third rounder in 2019 24 receptions for less than 300 yards and three TDs they actually don't have a tight end
0: they really don't and hopefully they can do Get something someone. about it yeah which we'll talk about but notable injuries cole beasley got hurt near the end of the year
1: mm-hmm.
0: zach moss and i think cody ford as well is that there?
1: yes mm-hmm. and whether or not the head coach was fired
0: he was not he should tough. have <laughs> after that afc championship performance oh,
1: man. you're just man?
0: here to fire shots tonight the hell was that? <laughs> but
1: yeah, I'm kidding. He's a great. He is a great coach. And again, well, actually, why- if you want to know what we actually think of him, you can just watch the previous episode where where we recap the AFC Championship. We kind of <laughs> roasted him in there, so <laughs> you can watch that
0: one. You are right. All right, looking ahead, positions of need. What do you have?
1: Tight end and pass rushers along that D line.
0: Okay, I also have something similar, d line, and I also have linebackers because some players are leaving. Trent Murphy, mm-hmm. Tyler Croft, even though he wasn't that great of a tight end, mm-hmm. and Josh Norman, but I guess that's okay because he always gets thrown around.
1: Rip. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. guy. What a guy. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see any crazy names that were going to leave uh, free or that are going to leave in free agency besides Matt Milano. Daryl Williams there right tackle because they will they, like you said they will lose some corners with Josh Norman EJ Gaines and Levi Wallace all leaving
0: yeah I totally forgot about Matt Milano he's actually a really good player mm-hmm. but in terms of player that they should pick up someone that recently just got released Quan Short the D tackle Juan from Short. I think Carolina yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he could be a pass rusher on that line I think another guy that was linked to Buffalo recently is JJ Watt I feel like he could do some damage there. And to fill the tight end position, I know you just gave a rant on him last week, but Jared Cook... Okay, I don't like your look on face on your face, but would you rather have Jared Cook or Dawson Knox? Don't say Dawson Knox. Please don't. I can trust that Dawson Knox can catch the ball. Let, let me... <laughs> let me spit some knowledge and then i'll re-ask you the question okay <laughs> so jared cook in 2020 alone produced the same numbers that dawson knox produced in the last two years combined so would you rather have jared cook or dawson knox
0: dawson knox because dawson knox has been in the system more and he can still develop you don't throw, want a- you're gonna throw six mil for jared cook
1: over over Dawson Knox to give Josh Allen another weapon and to elevate that offense, why not? Okay okay or do you pay more for Hunter Henry? You can but how much money do you have?
0: Very true. I
1: will I will honor that. I will honor that. Yeah because uh, I, I think they're at like negative 200k, not 200 million 200,000 so it's not a lot but the right tackle. Like, like we said earlier, is going to leave. Matt Milano's gone. So, I mean, they might have to re-sign some players and fill some other voids, too. Yeah, well. So they pick uh, 30th in the draft. Mm-hmm. Who should they pick?
0: I have two players. Go for I it. I have Aziz Ojulari. Same. And Gene Phillips. Who's Gene Phillips? Edge rusher. Oh. They're both okay. edge rushers with a lot of potential, but they need to develop
1: which is very okay. similar to Ed Oliver and I totally understand that but the potential is there. I'm just scared that I mean even though I have Aziz Ojulari I'm just scared that he might just, they might just end up like another Ed Oliver. Oh, but uh sense. yeah Aziz Ojulari explosive off the edge with long arms has speed his run support is a work in progress but the Bills just need that pass rush.
0: Exactly. Now that is most of everything but Ryan, as I ask you after every episode, we have how we are going to rank these teams coming in to next year. What are your predictions? Who do you think is going to take the AFC East?
1: I think I would actually be comfortable if the AFC East stayed the same. Buffalo, Buffalo Miami Bills on top. Miami, okay. Miami second. New England third. Jets still finding their way at last place. Like I, I like, I don't okay. see that as too far off.
0: I like chaos. My list is Miami. Buffalo. My first? Yeah.
1: Wait, didn't you just say, wait, did yeah. Didn't you just talk about Tua potentially being ditched after next year?
0: Yeah, but I think Tua's going to have a great year. I okay, told you Okay. I okay. love Tua. Okay. All right. All right. That second year jump for a quarterback is so okay. important. And I feel like he's going to take that. Yeah. Then Buffalo. I think both teams are going to make the playoffs. Don't get me wrong.
1: Okay. But Buffalo's going to get in with the wild
0: card. Yes. Okay. The Jets are third and the Patriots are last. Okay. I don't think the Patriots have enough draft capital to make any big moves. You get Mac Jones, but you don't get weapons. He's going to struggle. You're going to tank. And again, it's just a full rebuild. But I think the Jets could get closer with how they draft if they draft well. But again, it all just depends.
1: Yeah, I I can see where you're coming from with your predictions. So is that all you have to say about the AFC East?
0: Yes, and that's the end of offseason observations for the AFC East. Yeah,
1: so to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening and may the football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys next Friday when we talk about the NFC East. We're going to break down these teams and talk about that dumpster fire. Which team do you guys think will have a winning record next year in that division? And that's the T. And that's the tea. Take care, y'all. Bye.